you know, I, I think our guys are excited about this challenge. Um, a quarterback that's really dynamic, um, you know, have spent 10 games playing against Russell Wilson in Seattle and so have seen some guys like this that can buy time with their feet, who are accurate and can deliver the ball on time and on schedule, then create some off-schedule plays um, where they, they've created a, a really good amount of explosives in the pass game off of that. And also the read option where you know there's design quarterback runs where he is running it and there's other plays where he's reading um, the scheme of the defense and tucking the ball and carrying it or giving it. And um, it's going to be a great challenge for our guys. And you know, you, you look, there's a, there's a receiver who's going to wear a gold jacket someday in Larry. And, um, you know, I got a ton of respect for him. Spent, obviously, five years in Arizona. Um, so they have pieces in David, and they have some dynamic players, some young receivers. And, you know, if Christian Kirk comes back, a really uh, young, dynamic receiver himself. So it's going to be a great challenge. And I think we've had two really good days of practice. I think the thing for our guys is we're continuing to focus on ourselves continuing to focus on building consistency through very intentional work. So um, it's, it's like coach talk if you go in the room and say, hey, we need to be uh, more consistent. We need to play um, at the level we're capable of all the time. That's, to me, that's, that's somewhat coach talk. I think the way we focus on trying to get that done is continue to identify things, specific things that we need to get better at and address those in practice address those in walkthrough, address those in the meeting room. Then when we come and watch the tape, we, we evaluate and we work that process over again. That's how you build consistency. That's through having a consistent approach um, to the game and in, in the, in the way we're coaching and the way we're trying to play the game. So um, it'll be a great challenge. Our guys are excited, have, have had two really good days of work. Again, love that about this group, that these guys come to work, they work hard at practice, they fly around, they're diving for balls, um, a fun group to coach, and we, we just got to continue with our process. What do you like about your guys' effort and performance against New England? Um, you know, I think, you know, through adversity, it doesn't build character, it reveals it. And I think um, we've had some ups and downs on defense, and we've found a way to continue to play hard through all of those moments. And I think that showed itself uh, last Thursday. I think it was exciting to see our guys continue no matter what the situation is, um, whether it's a situation we put ourselves in or wherever the ball is spotted, the guys continue to, to continue to run two things. And I think that just reveals the character of the group that we're working with. And I think that's, that's as, as I kind of just said, that's one of the reasons I love working with this group because they, they, they come to work and they, and they love the game. James, where do you see Sam Beals able to practice? What do you need to or hope to see from him over the next 20 days or so? You know, I think number one is just getting in practice and getting reps. Whether that's on the look team, whether that's an individual starting to backpedal, I think it's all the, the skills that a DB needs to work on. Um, the, the, you know, he's had a, a great deal of mispractice time. And, and, you know, we all know that. And so it's, it's day one. It's working fundamentals and techniques. Then going in and, and taking the time to watch individual with the position coaches, which is what we do with him, and just make sure he's getting coached on all the fundamentals and techniques through these next 20 days. That way he's not missing opportunities to get better um, when he's not preparing for a particular opponent during these, during these practice sessions. Where do you see the biggest improvement for your group 
you know, we're now what six weeks, six games into the season. Where do you where do you see a jump? I think uh, one is just being on the same page and not allowing explosive plays um, to show up in games where if we came to the sideline and we said, hey, how, how, you know, what was the problem there? They can, they can tell us, you know, and they can tell each other and they can say, I needed to be, I needed to have my eyes. I needed to, you know, we got to get that out of our game. And um, they've shown up at, at particular times in games where um, we just got to get them out. And I, I think that's where we'll make a big stride for ourselves. Then, um, you know, it's just the game sometimes comes down to, comes down to winning one-on-one matchups. And we got to do a better job of winning one-on-one matchups. That might be in coverage, and we got an opportunity to knock a ball away. We got to knock a ball away. Um, we got a chance up front to win a one-on-one, whether it's a four-man, three-man, five-man rush. We got to win a one-on-one, and um, you know that's that's kind of part of the conversation I had earlier was just being intentional with our work and knowing exactly what those specific things are, because that's our job as coaches to identify those specific things. And our, it's our players' job then to take the things that we identify and, and to go work to get better at them. How close is Marcus Golden to being the player that he was for you in 2016? Yeah, I, I think he's really close to being that same guy. I think every day the guy's out here working to try to get better, and um, he's felt better and better with his health. I think that was obviously the first thing. And just, you know, Marcus and I talked at the beginning of the year, and the goal wasn't to get back to that guy. It was to be better than that guy. And... Um, you know, I, I think if if you get as most people here have, you've got to know Marcus. You've got to see how he works. You got to see how he plays the game. I think if there's anybody that's going to come off an injury like he had and be able to become a better player, it's this guy. You know, he loves the game. He works tirelessly. Um, a lot of the plays that he makes are just second effort plays, are just beyond you know skills, talent. It's just mindset and purpose, and um, that, that's one of the reasons I've always loved him. I remember, I remember, and I, I got to tell a story. I remember the, one of the first plays, it's our, his first game as a rookie. We're playing the Saints at our place. They're on like the 15-yard line. They run a screen in the boundary. He's aligned to the field. They run a screen to the back in the boundary. He's to the field, and, and again, they're on the 15. He makes a tackle to seven. So, you know, I see that play, and you see him work in practice, and that's just, that's his identity. That's who he is. Would this game have any motion, extra motion for your face no, no, it, you know, it's not about that at all. I got a ton of respect uh, for um, Mr. Bidwell, Michael Bidwell, Steve Kime. There's a lot of people in that building that are just great people. Um, my wife and I had a great five years in Arizona, and it's a great place to raise a family. But, you know, we're lucky and fortunate to be New York football giants. So we're excited to be here. And other than that, you know, we're just getting ready to play a game. When you look at them, do they do the, some of the same stuff that you did with them, or have they, <clears throat> has Vance changed the whole thing? You know what? I haven't sit down and <laughs> I haven't had time to take a look at a snap of what they're doing on defense. So I, you know, I honestly couldn't tell you. I know a little bit about Vance's background. It's a little, little different, probably style three four than um, kind of the tree that, that you know that I believe in or come from, whatever. But um, so to be honest, I, I haven't, I haven't really watched any of it. When a defense faces when a defense faces a scheme that's so different from what everyone else is running, is that uh, especially difficult to kind of adjust completely to something unfamiliar? No, I, I think that's a really valid point from the standpoint that when things are really different um, from a look standpoint, 
Uh, obviously, we all know they're going to go four wides and spread the field out. Or they're going to put a tight end and they're going to spread it out with a tight end in the game. They're going to be an empty um, spread formations. Those things, those things are different. But um, at the end of the day, um, kind of the point at the beginning and the point that we made to the guys in the room is it comes down to us and us doing our jobs, aligning with good leverage, playing with good eyes. You do that, then that helps eliminate some of the, if you, if you want to call it, some of the difference in the scheme. Can you use uh, the sub package with Jabril at linebacker? Um, what do you like out of that package? What does it do for your defense to have him and then bring in it has been Mike Thomas and with the, one, the sets that I've seen? Yep. Um, you know, first, I, I love what uh, David Mayo's done. I really do. He's come, he's worked his tail off. Uh, David's another guy that loves the game. This guy really loves the game. He is tough and he's physical. So it's um, not um, any shade on anybody that's on our roster anywhere. What it allows us to do is put um, another DB on the field. You know, and I think um, just going back to kind of what I believe is, is more spread they get, more space the game becomes, the more second level players you want to try to find a way to get on the field. Um, and I think Jabril, we know he can, he can do about anything. You know, he really can. And it's just us doing a good job of managing the situations and the things that we put him in so he can play fast and we don't slow him down.